What's going on, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 127. We are back, baby. What's the deal, everybody? Welcome back to the Opinionated Brother Podcast. Man, I missed y'all, man. Everybody been asking me where the Monday episode's at, man. I see y'all going chronological order. I see y'all appreciate the chronological order. You understand what I'm saying? Well, before we act a fool, let's pay some bills because we got we got some bills to pay, right? So before we actually get to the show started, I want to shout out our um, our sponsors, our advertising partners. First of all, I want to shout out Amazon Audible, of course. Now, Amazon Audible is the world's um, <clears throat> um, Amazon Audible is the world's largest producer and provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books with a customer centric approach to te- uh, technological innovation and premier programming. Audible has reinvented a media category and is the driving force behind today's audio and entertainment revolution. Now, everybody that I've come across damn near, um, at least some, most of the people have literally just been getting on the Audible wave. And Audible is dope, man. Like, it has beautiful content. It has amazing content. You know what I'm saying? It's just not ebooks, right? It's, and it's not just an ebook, right? I don't, I, don't want, I don't want that to be the sentiment of Audible. Right, because Audible is not just an ebook. It has plethora of books. It has multiple books. Probably childhood books that you forgot that you even thought about. You understand what I'm saying? So and they just don't have books. They have theoretical performances, guided wellness programs, A-list comedies, and they're starting to create Audible Originals for um for the Audible listeners and fans. So here's the thing: 30-day free trial with a free book. Hear me, free book. Right. I know we in quarantine right now. I know a lot of us, you know, what I'm saying. I know some of the cities are opening up. Right. Right. I know some of the cities are open up and up and shit like that. But it, st- while you staying home, get you audible with my code. You understand what I'm saying? Get you a free book and 30 days free. You understand what I'm saying? www.audibletrial.com forward slash TOB podcast. And we'll be in there like swimwear. Just read your favorite book. Right now I'm reading Amanda Seals. Right, I'm still reading that right now. That's still on. That's still on tap. And the next book that I'm reading after that will be the Forty Eight Laws of Power or Gucci Mane. You know what I'm saying? Like those are the next two books that are uh, next three books that are on my Audible list. So go ahead and check out Audible right now. Thirty day free trial with a free book. AudibleTrial.com forward slash TLB podcast is in the link right now. Listen now. Let's pay some more bills because we actually have a reoccurring advertising partner coming back to us. Shout out to the best. Chicken and fish spot. Fish and chicken, however you want to say it. Fish and chicken spot in the city of Grand Rapids. Yes. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Y'all know exactly who the fuck we're talking about. We are talking about Four Brothers Fish and Chicken. Chicken and fish, man. Listen, I don't <laughs> um, I appreciate them for wanting to reoccur and come back and um, rock with the Opinionated Brother and Devontae's World Podcast, man. We are so excited. So make sure that you guys check out... Um, of course, now, you know, during quarantine, we can't really, uh, you know, um, sit in or anything. But Four Brothers was never like a sit-down restaurant. It was always pick up, um, order in, or um, pick up, order in, or Uber Eats Grubhub, right? So make sure that you check out both of their locations, 1975 Madison Avenue South East, uh, Southwest, I believe, yep, Southwest. And then check out the other one on, let me get the, let me get it, let me get it, 4721 
Division, oh, 4720, excuse me, Division Avenue Southwest, all right, Southeast, sorry, all right, so make sure that y'all go check out both of those locations, they are also on Uber Eats and Grubhub, so you can get that, we're going to try to get some better specials, right, don't want to say, I'm going to try to get you some better specials, especially on Uber Eats, I know a lot of y'all was really, really, like, harping on the Uber Eats thing, so I'm going to try my best, my hardest, to get some uh, specials on Uber Eats. I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to get some specials for y'all on Uber Eats, uh, so y'all can have them. So y'all know we can just sit at the house and just eat some chicken and fish, you know what I'm saying, and just kick it. Because like I said, Grab is, uh, um, um, Four Brothers has the best fish and chickens, it's the best chicken and fish spot in Grand Rapids. So make sure y'all check them out, you know what I'm saying. We'll have the specials, of course, like we did, you know, uh, a couple months ago. We'll have the same special. We'll, we'll have some more specials for y'all cooking up, all right? Listen, now that the show is over, <clears throat> Not, not that the show is over, but the show is actually beginning. Hope everybody's had a great day, um, great week so far. Uh, as you know, your boy is now starting a new chapter, a new journey in his life. And honestly, um, it's been pretty great. You know what I'm saying? Um, I am, right now, we are recording in the uh, Delhi, Delhi Studios right now. And um, I'm, I'm really excited, you know what I'm saying? Temporary hub real quick until we, until all me and my man's finds, um, uh, find us a house or a crib so we can just settle in for a minute and um i'm really excited i want to just give a shout out to my bros deli and uh, uh patty you know what i'm saying helping a brother move out you know what i'm saying closing the chapter on college and everything you know closing college chapters is great you know what i'm saying it's a, it's a rewarding feeling it's a scary feeling because i think people we as as, as college kids we get comfortable you know what i'm saying i don't think we look at it as that um we get comfortable where we are real quick and the thing about it was, like, I knew I was getting too comfortable. I knew I was I knew I knew was too comfortable, you know what I'm saying, um, in my dorm in college. Like, of course, you know what I'm saying? I was just a little too comfortable when I said, Lord, I, I need to get taken out of this comfortability because I strive in uncomfortability, right? I, I, I thrive in that. That is my, that's my arena. So me getting put in this now space of just, okay, what's next? What's, what's new? What's happening? And I have time to figure that out. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's amazing. So, um... It's, a, it's amazing to see, like, everything's still rolling, everything's still moving, everything's still pushing, and for the and for the good. So, um, it, it's, it's really just a great thing to see, like, everything just continuously uh, moving in a great direction, in the right direction, honestly. And um, just ready to continue, um, just ready to continue doing great things uh, in the next, you know, in the next, you know, in the next few months, for real, for I don't know what God has planned for me. Um, I've been told that I have crazy faith, um, and I had to really understand. Excuse, excuse me, if y'all hear them cutting grass outside. It's a beautiful day here in Grand Rapids. It's like seventy-one degrees right now on this beautiful Sunday. It's like twelve fifty p.m. right now, and um, yeah, man, I'm I'm just excited for what's next, what's what's about to happen, what's 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 going on, how God is about to really just tailor my life to what he sees and everything like that is scary at the same time. And like I said, I've been told that I have crazy faith. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a lot of things uh, that I do is very crazy. Yeah. You got to and, and I've said this before, you got to have a little bit of crazy to do what I do. You know what I'm saying? Or you got to be a little bit of crazy to do what any of us do in, in this particular field. And for me, just having the faith to continue to trust in God, to continue to trust and everything like that, but also to continue to work and elevate myself, you know what I'm saying? Work without faith is dead. So I'm always continuously trying to work and be better and do better, you know what I'm saying? Especially now, you know what I'm saying? I have two degrees, you know what I'm saying? I'm in my career field, 
Um, so now it's just really just now just elevating and preparing and just uh, continuing to level up. That's really it. Um, so I'm really excited for what's next. For real, for real. You know, we've been on this what's next copy. Like literally what's next has been like the, 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 the sentiment moving forward and what's next has been like everybody's word these last two weeks i don't care if i was in the support group with revive shout out to y'all i don't care if it's just like talking to a friend i don't care if it's like facebook or twitter like the the sentiment has literally been like what's next moving on how do we get to you know what i'm saying so everything right now is all about patience and just being obedient and you know trusting you know what i'm saying for me it's all about trusting and i have like i said i have crazy faith i trust in my i trust in my og book that he gonna work it out because I work so hard, I grind so hard, I grind so much. You understand what I'm saying? I have a beautiful support system who literally helps me out. So it's like I can't, as much as I want to complain, I can't complain. You know? Um, so yeah, that's 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 been going on right now. Yeah, this 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 weekend has just been filled with a lot of just closing doors, about uh, getting ready to open up new ones. You know what I'm saying? Because I think what what we don't have, what we fail to realize is sometimes I think when we close the door. We have to prepare ourselves to get ready for that new one. And even when God is like in that space of you're still in that in that space and I have to close that door for you. Right. And sometimes we want to get ready in that space. Sometimes it gets to a point where um, you have to you have to be in a space where you can be prepared and be ready and get ready for that next level and that next jump. So I feel like I'm in that space where I'm getting ready for my next getting ready for everything that God has planned for me. I'm so, um, oh, it, it, it's patience. It's it's like excitement. It's it's everything. So I'm ready for it, man. But listen, you know we came with it. You know I got a show for y'all today. You feel what I'm saying? It's a lot of shit that I've been, um, that, I have to, that I have to discuss. You understand what I'm saying? There's, 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 there's some shit I have to discuss that's on the docket for today that we just have to talk about because um, I am <laughs> very flabbergasted. I am very, it, it is a lot. So first of all, I want to, um, we're going to run down the list real quick. We're going to talk about um, quarantine life and OnlyFans, of course. We're going to talk about Love is Blind. We're going to talk about Black as Fuck. Um, doors opening and closing, of course, what we just got into. Um, I want y'all to be careful with this working at home shit. And I, and I need to tell y'all this real quick. You understand what I'm saying? Um, my MVP this week, right? My MVP this week. Is Kev on stage. Okay? Kev on stage. Um, here's the thing. And and this one for me is special. Right? And 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 I think people who really listen to the podcast understand why, or maybe got have a glimpse of why. Um two Kevins that I admire, right? Hart and Fredericks. I love Kev on stage, aka Kevin Fredericks. I love Kevin Hart, right? Kevin Fredericks, though, is the one that I connect with the most. You understand what I'm saying? Over this time of doing, of creating, and becoming a, I guess, content creator, podcaster, entrepreneur, um, business owner, all of that, I want, I ask, I would always pray and say, like, look, I need people who I need to watch and learn from people who are doing similar things that I'm doing in my career path. I have dope ass friends everywhere, but I'm literally the only one particularly who's doing what I'm doing 
in my field. So I'm like, I need someone who is doing this or doing what I want to do on a bigger scale. And I know there's somebody out there. They're just very thin, right? Like this industry is very like, you know, it's not a lot of people doing this because it's a lot of trust. It is a lot of faith. It is a lot of, you know, loss that you got to go through first to get to that gain. And that gain is going to be so great, right? So for me, I always watch, I watched Kev for like four or five years. You know what I'm saying? Like I was watching his videos before I admired him. Like I love Kev on stage as a comedian, content creator. When I got into my field and my career, I think my love for Kev on stage went beyond that and went to a, a mentor level because I started studying him. Right. You start watching stuff. And then once you start watching your favorite, your favorite people, you start to learn like, oh, shit, I'm doing the same thing that you're doing. Let me study you because you have a better footing in this right now. Right. And Kevin Stage isn't the only one that I study, but he's been the most consistent one and always like the biggest thing for me when it when it came to Kevin on stage is Kevin on stage is never not honest. Right. He's always himself. One hundred fifty percent. He corny as hell. Funny as fuck. He's just he's just Kev. And Kev is is dope. Right. Corny Kev. Dope. Grills Kev. Dope. Bandana. I want to be a gangster Kev. Dope. <laughs> like like Kev. I've, I've seen Kev like just transition, you know, transition from all death then not to all death, then go back to all death. You know what I'm saying? Having to fire, you know, one of your good friends and to hear more and then put him on a tour. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit like that. Like I really admire him as a man, as a businessman, as a father, as a um, as somebody who continues to push through and literally sit here and say, it's not all about me, right? It's not all about me because I have these people in back of me who continue to support me and love me and work with me. And to me, like, I look at Kevin on stage's support group, you know, Tony Baker, his wife, Miss Kevin on stage, like uh, Melissa, um, you know, his kids, to hear Tony, Doughboy, like all of them, Josh, like all of them. I look at all of his people who work behind the scenes and in front of the camera, like that's a dope ass support group. Like the people that come and 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 literally like be on his videos, those are dope people. I love them people because those are people that really support what you got going on, and you are invested in them too. Like y'all are literally cross investing in each other. You understand what I'm saying? And it's dope. I don't get to see that. I don't get to do that a lot. And it's not as genuine. That's the thing. The genuinity. And everything from Kev is is probably one of the most things I appreciate more and that I practice every day, right? To literally continuously be genuine in everything, right? You better be genuine in that no. You better be genuine in that yes. You understand what I'm saying? And his genuinity to literally bring people together of all, it, it don't matter, nigga. It don't matter. Like, you can cuss, you can smoke weed. It don't matter. Like, this man is just continuously dope. And I personally just wanted to give him this MVP because I'm like, you are somebody that I look up to and literally admire, and you're my mentor from afar. So, Kev on stage, Mr. Fredericks, 
know that you have love here from the THC Network, the Opinionated Brother Podcast. You understand what I'm saying? We love you over here, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you are literally, you, 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 I, I, let me be clear. I've literally studied Kev on stage more than I've studied my master's program. And that's no cap. I, and that's no cap. I probably study more of Kev on stage than anything else in my, like, I, I could I could tell you on, on my hand how many times I studied in my master's program. My master's program was communication, so it was, it was more so, like, papers and shit. But literally... I'm I'm looking up Kev on stage videos. I'm looking up how he works, how his work. I'm looking. I'm studying. But it ain't for school. It's for another school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it, it was that. It was that. So I just want to um, just give a big shout out to Kev on stage. Continue to do what you do, brother. Continue to continue to know that you are an inspiration over here to me. You understand what I'm saying? And um, I love you for that. So continue to do great. And I just saw your documentary. I think that's what, your documentary was great. Like your documentary really showed me how much work you put in. Because I, I, like I know being being where I am right now, I understand. And then to know it even better and to see it even better, yeah, man, you the goat. You a goat. You know what I'm saying? You a, you you a goat, bro. And and you just I just need you to understand that. Um. I want to give my clown of the week to Carlton. Don't know his last name. Don't care. Um, from Love is Blind. Uh, I don't know if y'all have been watching Love is Blind. I just literally stopped at episode nine. So you will get spoilers. Because I'm not going to talk about Carlton yet. But y'all will get spoilers because Love is Blind is one of our topics on the show today. And I have some things to say about Carlton that might not be very... Um, nice or um very um how can i say nice (laughs) period so we'll get into that in a minute just after i read this and then for the opinion topic of the week for the second half of the show we're going to talk feisty or angry which one do you prefer or which one do you want fellas you understand what i'm saying because i think there needs to be a distinction, ladies, between feistiness and anger, right? Because a lot of times we, we as men, we say we want a woman who has, who's passionate, right? Like she got to be a little crazy, right? Is it feisty? Is it crazy? Is it anger? Because to me, I'm like, I love a feisty woman. I love you to have, don't let me push you around, right? I'm not going to do that anyway, but I need you to have a voice. You understand what I'm saying? I need you to have a little fire in, in you. If, if somebody come at me, I need you to be ready, right? However, I don't need you to be crazy, right? I don't need you to sit here and stress me out continuously. I don't need you. We're going to get into all of that. You understand what I'm saying? We're going to get into all of that. We're going to break down definitions and everything, right? We're gonna get, so let's get into the show. Biggest, uh, see, I was about to go biggest loser of the week. Clown of the week is Carlton Banks. And no, I'm not talking from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. No, I'm talking about from Love is Blind. Now, Love is Blind is this show on Netflix that is literally testing people's ability to find love without literally looking at them for 10 days. Right? And then when you find the person that you that you feel, right? You're taking notes and everything. And when you find the person that you feel is a match made in heaven for you, 
okay, for you. Then at that point, you propose, you, grab, you drop down on one knee, you say, hey, blase, splee, woo, woo, woo. Will you be my wife? And, and they say, yes. And then after a certain time, you meet. Boom. They come with the ring, the flowers and everything. And oh my God, I didn't even imagine. Oh my God. I, oh. You know? So then we go into the real world. You know, you didn't have social media while you were doing this experiment, finding love. You didn't have social media. You didn't have any external forces at work. You know what I'm saying? It was all internal. So now you go back to the outside world. External forces are now coming in, creeping in. And now what do you do? Is love truly blind? Okay, so before we actually get into the show, right? Before I actually get into the show, and honestly, they need to pay me for that intro I just gave them. Uh, Carlton on the Clown of the Week. First of all, Carlton should never have been on the show. He should not have ever been on television. And here is why: when you I, and and work and 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 rock with me, people, rock with me for a minute. Here's my thing: when you go on the show. Right. When you go on a show, we all know that most shows nowadays are just re- reality fake. Right. Pay you get here. Fake reality. Right. And we're going to pay. You. It's not going to probably be like a, a check or anything, but we're going to pay you and maybe like clothes, blah, 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 all of that good stuff. Carlton decided that he wanted to come on this show, Love is Blind. And, you know, he wanted to find love. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? Sensitive man. You know what I'm saying? Get, you know, um. At first, this is this is what I thought. I'm like sensitive man, black man, black king. You know what I'm saying? Dress well. Um, okay. And then you met Diamond. I literally seen Diamond. Diamond was not his type. Off the rip. Off the rip. But I get it. You don't see anybody. Here's the thing that fucked me up with Carlton. You're a bisexual male and you did not tell her up front at all. You understand what I'm saying? That is something. You tell somebody... On at least the first, second, or third day. Like, between the first and third day, you tell them. So, the fact that y'all had 10 days, you should, if you knew this is the girl that you know you gonna be talking to for the rest of the week, that is something you literally should have told her before y'all got out the fucking pot, right? So, then they go to the pot. I mean, they they get out the pot, they see each other, blah, 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 whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop. They in Mexico and shit like that, they whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop, right? And all of a sudden, Boy over here, he tells her, but he tells her in the most dream. I mean, this nigga was a whole black woman telling her that he had like, you know, he dated both both genders. And my thing is, her face was warranted. Her facial expression was warranted. She was like, the fuck? And I'm like, yeah. What the fuck did you think she was going to do? I don't get it. Like, if you would have told her in the beginning. Yeah, you're probably going to get rejected. Here's the thing. Bisexual males. Right? There are people out there that's going to fuck with you. Duh. But at the same time, you have to sit here and be honest with people. That's literally not telling somebody that I have HIV. Right? You tell somebody I have you if you don't tell nobody that you have a disease, that you're doing something, that something is a problem up front, then what the fuck are you doing? 
Then when you then you gonna get mad at girl because she don't really want to fuck with you afterwards and she has to take it all in. I hate people like that that sit there and be mad at the person because now they have to process what the fuck you just told them. No, bitch. No. You just sat here and dropped a bomb on me when you could have told me this back there. First of all, we are all adults. Okay? We are all adults. The fact that you can't sit here and tell me whether I say yes or no, you sh- like it shouldn't matter. Right? Understand that you're probably going to face reject. I, one thing I don't understand about our culture as a whole, as a period, it don't matter your sexuality, gender, race, or creed. I don't give a fuck. The thing about it is everybody around this bitch do not like to face rejection. And the fact that a lot of us do not like to face a fucking no is sad as hell. Like, that's so sad. I get it. You've been rejected, bro. But the fact of the matter is you've been putting your dick in pussy and in asses. Hello. The fact of the matter is that's exactly how she thought about it when she seen it on the show. Hello. So the fact that you decided to tell her then then turn around and get mad and call her a bitch. Hold up, nigga. Because now you about to get your ass whooped. I would have beat his, I would have threw his ass in the pool, beat his ass, all types of shit. You're not about to sit there and disrespect her like that. You fucked up. You understand what I'm saying? You fucked up. I don't care how you feeling. You had so many, here's the thing, bro. I don't have sympathy for people who have opportune times, opportune teen times, to tell people how you feel, love. You understand what I'm saying? To me, you are looked at as a little B.I., like, <laughs> period. I'm sorry. But you on this show, you knew what it was. You knew what it was. I have no sympathy for you, Carlton. Nah. None. At all. And I bet you it's people out here like you. It's, 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 it's bisexual males and women who do the same shit. And then want to play victim afterwards. No, fuck that. You don't get no victim over here. You don't get no victim. I'm blaming your ass. You're a clown. You're a clown ass nigga. You're a clown ass nigga for going on this show like that. You're a clown ass nigga for going and disrespecting her at her head like that. Don't you ever. First of all, Diamond, you knew that one. Your, you, you knew that one. Your type. Off the rip. Okay, off the rizzip. You knew that one. Your fucking type. So the fact that you even decided to go for it. I applaud you. You try something different. You understand what I'm saying? Carlton, I have nothing for your ass. You should have never been on the show talking about I'm telling my truth. I'm telling my story. Well, motherfucker, big, you didn't say shit. You didn't say shit until it got so crazy. First of all, you knew you knew you was going through it. You knew something was up because this nigga started talking all like, yeah, call me daddy and shit like that. Nigga, that ain't even you. Like... I'm looking at you like, nigga, that, I don't even know you, nigga, and that don't even sound like you. I've been watching you for like four episodes. I don't even, this ain't even you, nigga, talking about calling me daddy. Nigga, what? This girl ain't about to call you no damn daddy. <laughs> I was just so confused, my boy. He was just so interesting. I was just so confused. But yeah, he's definitely a clown. Like, you're a clown. You're you're just you're a clown ass nigga. And and it's bad. And uh getting into the love is blind now topic, like love is this show is very interesting. Um, the ones I don't like. Of course Carlton, he's gone now, period. 
uh, Jessica. Jessica is the most white girlyish white girl out of all of them. Um, she literally fucked over Barnett and then, or no, Barnett fucked her over, obviously. And then literally Jessica did the same, well, she did the same thing to uh, Mark that Barnett did to her. Literally, she she told, like, she told Mark, like, yeah, I will see us together, like, tomorrow, yesterday. You know what I'm saying? And they was all in. Then you go back to him, I don't know, I don't want to hurt you, blah, blah, blah. Then you think Barnett about to come get you. Hell no, nah, because he obviously got Amber. Ah, and then now you mad, now you settling. Here's the thing, bro. Like, literally, Jessica is just the, the typical, is typical white girl. I just be like, bro, you are the whitest of white girls. Like, it's just so crazy. Because Amber on there, Amber is, first of all, Amber cool. She country as hell. She the country white girl. Like, she, she, <laughs> and, like, I don't, first of all, I don't think either one is his type. One for, 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 like, for reals, for reals. Like, let's be honest. That nigga didn't even know what the fuck he wanted to eat in the morning, let alone getting married. You understand what I'm saying? Like, Barrett is an airhead white boy. Like, he don't, he didn't know what the fuck was going on. He had three girls on his dick, ready. Elsie, Amber, and uh, Jessica, ready. Ready and willing and able. (laughs) Well, not able, but willing. You understand what I'm saying? So, my thing is, like, his brother said, like, bro, are you ready? And then she was so mad at Mark because he's 24 and he's short. Nigga, Barnett is 27. Oh, he just looks your type. That's all. He looks like the type you will go for. And then Jessica, my thing is, huh, sweetheart, you're an alcoholic. Okay? You are a true alcoholic. You love you some wine, baby. And when you get wine drunk, you get out of control. And here's the thing. We're adults. I don't want to hear... Um, I can't hold my liquor. I, I need to know when to stop my tolerance. Here's the thing. You need to know when to cut your own self fucking off. You understand what I'm saying? You need to know. That's on baby. You understand what I'm saying? That's on little side of and the baby. Period. You need to know when to fucking cut yourself off. You need to know when to sit here and say, okay, I've had enough and shit like that because you, listen, any black woman would have seen you touchy Philly on, on Barnett, they would have slapped the shit out of you. And it would it wouldn't have been so. The fact that Amber just sat there and let you coast that was cool. Um, Kelly and what's his other what's the what's her what's her nigga name? I don't I forgot. But Kelly and uh, old boy they cool. I liked them. They got a nice relationship. Cameron and Lauren. Uh, I thought Lauren's dad was gonna like literally destroy this nigga when he met him. Like I was like oh shit. Especially her saying like yeah you know he he real like. You know, of course, black community, black focus, black, 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 black. You know what I'm saying? Because that generation comes from a whole different type of time. So it's like, um, yeah, what do you do? You know, I really thought he was going to go at his head, but it was cool. Um, Overall, what I would say about Love is Blind. Love is Blind so far. I'm in, I'm, I'm about to hit episode nine right now. Love is Blind so far is an interesting show. Um... I know that, first of all, Nick Lachey and his wife really, um, how can I say this nicely? Um, hmm. Um, honestly, 
it was a show that was just made. That's it. It was made. That's it. Like I can't I can't really say, oh, this was good, this was great, this was I come from a uh a generation of reality and love shows. You know what I'm saying? Like I come from the generation of um Flavor of Love One and Two, I Love New York, you know, Eliminate, you know, um um Blind Day, all of that, like um, you know, we 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 come from that. So to see this is like, oh, this is cute. You know what I'm saying? And to know like a lot of these relationships probably are going to work is already like, oh, okay, this is cute. So Love is Blind will probably get a three out of five for me. Yeah. Maybe 3.5. It's all right. It's cool. It's, a, it's, it's some people that keep me interested. That's all. Um, let's talk about black as fuck, right? Um, so here's the thing, and I won't spend too much time on this. Black as fuck. Um, it was shown on Netflix. It was created. It was created by uh, Kenya Kenya Bears, um, the dude who create uh, black uh, blackish and wokeish, uh, or or blackish and um, mixed ish. Um, so basically, it's a, a show revolving around his life. You know what I'm saying? As a biracial family. And here's the thing. Um, okay, a lot of people have been going at his head about the show the title the premise of the show and everything like that um honestly for me personally it's not even about the title it's not even about the show it's really not for real for real it's about the acting like the first episode like here's the thing like i was excited for it too you know what i'm saying especially from the trailer like i love the show like i don't like for me i don't get why everybody is sitting here attacking the show Right, attacking the actual show, like people are saying, I'm tired of him not having no dark skin people on there, blah 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 blah, and everything like that. Like the show, the show called you know Black as Fuck is not, it's not even Black as Fuck. Like I get it because for one, everybody's Black experience is different. You understand what I'm saying? So your Black as Fuck Kenya is not everybody's Black as Fuck, and that's vice versa, right? But at the same time, um. I think this show wasn't just, it it just wasn't interesting. Like, for me, I couldn't get past the first episode. Like, I I couldn't get past the first episode. Like, it was, his act, like, he's better in the producing chair, director chair, writer chair, wherever he is. Because he's a a horrible actor. Like, he does not pull me in. Like, he's horrible. You understand what I'm saying? Like, he's a horrible actor. Right? Like, I don't. I don't get no feeling, no connection, no nothing. Like the whole show was just like it to it, to me. It felt like another blackish, and I'm just like, okay, we already have one of those. You understand what I'm saying? We have blackish. We have um, Tracy Ellis Ross. We have um, um, Anthony Anderson on there giving us that is the blackest fuck for real, for real. Like that would be more blackest fuck, and y'all would be more blackish. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just being honest here. So um, when it came to the show, it just like. I think the concept is cool, but your camera angles are still like blackish. Your um, the premise of everything is just so blackish that I didn't that I didn't I couldn't get into it. And I'm thinking like, oh, okay, you're going to have like a different concept, like a different, different, different. Like you're on Netflix now, so it's going to be it's going to be a little bit different. 
And it wasn't. Like, for me, it, it wasn't different. It, it was kind of worse. It, it Like I said, he just didn't bring me in with the characters, with the content, with everything. I, I think people are going to like the show, but I think just for me, I just didn't fuck with it after the first, the first episode. Like, I just was not intrigued. And here's the thing, black folks. When black people give black people criticism, we have to understand, like, we have to first, one, know how to give that constructive criticism and also be able, and then also be able to let people just love what the fuck they love. You understand what I'm saying? Like, if people love black as fuck, let them love black as fuck. I think black as fuck is good, a good show for a lot of people. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm going to support him whatever he do. You understand what I'm saying? But at the same time, like, no black person is above criticism. I need every black person to, to stop thinking you're fucking above criticism. I don't give a fuck how big in your bubble you think you are. I don't give a fuck. Constructive criticism is needed for growth. So any constructive criticism that my friend, my mom, my family, my, my mentors, it don't matter. If I get good constructive feedback that is going to continue to propel me and like it and, and um and 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 uh elevate me right then i'm going to give it like i produce 172 shows you don't think that came without constructive criticism feedback and shit reviews yeah you gotta have them oh i like this ah that really didn't fit oh that really didn't ah, i like your host right here but ah that don't you know what i'm saying like it has to go that way like that's what you do you create it for you but you're going to get the criticism you're going to get the cops like you gotta have to answer it too so for me it's like yeah it ain't shit. Like, I don't like it for real. I mean, it's not not shit. It is shit. But I don't like it, right? I don't like it. It's, it is it is shit. It's not the shit for me, right? But it may be the shit for somebody else. And that's what we have to stop doing. Like, literally sitting here saying, like, oh, well, black as fuck is this. Black as fuck is this. Well, everybody's black experience is different. Hello? Like, my experience is different than Patrick's experience. My Patrick's experience is different than Cordell's experience. Like, like, we're, like, my experience is different than my mom's experience growing up black. Like, dog, stop thinking that every every black experience is the same because it's not black people. Like, stop it. Like, for real. Like, we got to stop. Like, yes, we're, we are all kings, but we didn't all grow up in the same hood. We don't all grow up in the same city. We didn't all grow up in the same fucking environment. So stop thinking that something is going to be tailored to you all the fucking time because it's not. The world doesn't revolve around your stupid ass. Just wanted to let you know that. All right, listen. This OnlyFans got to chill, okay? I need y'all to chill with the OnlyFans and everything like that. Like, y'all are on 10 with the quarantine life and shit like that. Like, y'all have nothing better else to do with y'all. Now, here's the thing. I love me some OnlyFans. I love me some booty shaking and shit like that. But I'm not about to pay $25 a month, $30 a month just to watch you shake your ass in which I can watch on Pornhub. And, right, and Pornhub Premium is free. The fuck? Now, now, if you already have a plethora of fans already, do what you do, my guy, my gal. I'm not going to stop you. Get your paycheck. I never want to stop a black person from getting their money. Right? Get your money. But like I said, nobody is never a no black person Nobody, period, is above criticism except for the OG above. That's it. That's it. If you ain't the G-O, the D, you ain't the fuck.
I don't get it. That's my only thing. I just don't, I don't get it. Like what, I think what happened, what goes on in the mind where you pay to see sex? Help me. And then it's virtual, right? It's on live or some shit. Like it's on, it's on Instagram live. It's on OnlyFans. Where I can literally go on my, I can, I'm about to show y'all. Stop playing with me. Like I can go on the, Go on Pornhub right now. And look up some shit. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yes. Stop. Nigga, premium is free. <laughs> and then you can look up OnlyFans on, on Pornhub. Right? Now, they may give you a little snippet. That's all you need, though. That's all you need. I know y'all niggas ain't taking no damn 20 minutes to... And she must not be doing something right. I, I'm just saying. She must not be doing something right. What the fuck are you doing? Right? You taking this time? This long? Nah, bruh. But I'm just saying, like, the OnlyFans, I, I get it. Respect. Get your money. You know what I'm saying? OnlyFans, you feel me? You got to get it how you live it. And like, I, and I even say, like, how are strippers making their money? You know what I'm saying? And if you got an OnlyFans, hell, shake that ass for a rich nigga. You feel what I'm saying? Like, go crazy. Get your money. But I also think that there's like a there's a thing to this OnlyFans thing. So I just want people to be aware, be cautious, and really just understand, like, know that you're paying for this shit. And if you're okay with it, if you like it, I love it. Cool. Cool. If you like it, I love it. But if you're literally paying to see something that you've been seeing on a regular basis or on Pornhub, yeah, I'm gonna leave you alone, bro. I'm gonna leave you alone, bro. I'm gonna leave you alone, bro. Because <laughs> you wild as hell. Um, listen, with this stay at home shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, I need y'all to be careful working at home. Okay? Now, you see me on this camera. You see me on this camera right now, right? For those who are watching, right? I know for those who are listening, you can't see me. But you see me on this camera. Right, and you see me with like I have shorts on. Okay, you see me with shorts. Okay, I have shorts. All right, now every time, like you know, first take or undisputed or like a sports show had guests that they couldn't get on, or even the news, you know, it would always be like a, a interface type of thing, right? You know, live streaming kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? And you can never see, like, like as you're seeing right now, you can never see, like, the, 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 the bottom half of somebody's, uh, of somebody when they're speaking through the camera, right? You know, people have position. And here's the thing. Let, let me be honest. When I applied for Cedar Point back uh, after my freshman year and I had to interview over uh, Skype, I literally had uh, a shirt. With a tie, with um, what is it? A shirt with a tie, and then I had. Uh, oh my God! Seriously? Seriously? Y'all doing this right now? Like I mean, y'all all in the mic. Damn. Yeah, they getting they they doing some. Uh, it's, I've told y'all it's a beautiful day out here. They getting getting some shit in. But listen, but literally they like um, I had a tie on shirt. And I had draws on. Like, couldn't see my face or anything. So, literally, there was this man who was um, 
obviously a newscaster, news reporter. And um, he had a, I guess he had a main bit. And his mistress was literally walking through the Zoom call. And she was damn near butt naked. Now, this was over somewhere over in another country. But she walking, I, I believe it was somewhere in Paris. I'm not for sure. Don't quote me. But the video is on my Instagram right now. But literally, she walking through that bitch, and I'm like, wait a minute. That, is she, they had to slow that bitch down, because I'm like, is she naked? I'm like, unless she got clear see-through panties, that bitch naked. You feel me? And I'm like, y'all have to, y'all are, listen, we are getting too comfortable with the, with the stay-at-home, work-at-home work type of thing, right? We're getting too comfortable when it comes to that. And I think that has to be addressed in a way like, okay, it's fine to work from home, but if you are like a reporter and shit and you reporting on shit and you can't be outside, don't not don't be sitting here in your drawers. Right? At least put some slacks on or something. Put some jeans on with a shirt. You know, like had an overcoat on, you know, had a suit jacket on, had a had a shits on. But don't sit here and not have no pants on. Don't sit here and have not no drawers on. You know what I'm saying? Don't sit here and have your bitches be walking through the goddamn screen on the news, right? Because like I keep telling y'all, social media is going to catch it all, just like Pokemon. I be trying to tell y'all, just like Pokemon, they're going to catch it all. So I need y'all to be a lot more aware and a lot more cautious. Hey, babe. Hey, hey, stay in the, stay in the, stay in the room. Stay your ass in the room, okay? Like, it's, it's so many more instances like that. Right. And it's not even like the girl being nigga. Like it was a it was a dude who was talking to somebody, uh, I think Zoom calling somebody on like CNN and his son walked in. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, man, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Like you have. To, come on, people. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to know, like you have to shift, but don't stop. So that means you got to tell your kids, listen, I'm working. Do not come in this office from six to eight. You understand what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know. Don't come in this office. I'm working. If you need something, go downstairs and get it. You are grown. Get it. Okay? You have to put that boundaries in there. Like, y'all are working from home. That does not mean things just go back to the home norm. No, you have to work. You understand? Like, you can still get fired. Like, I get it. But you can still get F-I-R-E-D. Erd. You understand what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just laying on. I'm just trying to... I'm trying to be a blessing in the light. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to be that, you know, that's all I'm saying. Um, and here's the thing. Before we before we get out of here, niggas can never just stay in the house, huh? Because there's a protest going on in California for the beaches to be reopened. There's a, hear me when I say this, because it's the craziest shit I'm saying right now. Like, for real, for real. There is a huge protest in California. I think Huntington Beach, California, I believe, to have the beaches reopened. Like, imagine that. Like, stop for a minute and imagine a big ass, like, thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people on the streets protesting for the beaches to be open. I want people to imagine. Like, just, just, I'm sitting here like coronavirus. Then Atlanta just opened up their doors. Right? And and, I, I'm not, and I'm not even talking about, like, just doors. Atlanta opened up minority and urban shit. Right? Here's the thing. We don't know how to... I love, I love my people. I love my black people. 
bro. But we don't know how to act. We don't know how to fucking act. We don't. As soon as they said open them damn gates, y'all was out there acting the fucking fool. Coronavirus. Florida. Opening back beaches. But I haven't heard anything from them, from them for real, for real about that. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to leave Florida out of this. But California and Atlanta, for real, for real. Two of the biggest cities in the fucking country opening up. Or one protesting and one opening up. At least black, like, most urban shit. I need, I need people to have some type of common sense and decency for your brother and your sister. You understand what I'm saying? White, black, blue, green, I don't give a fuck. Now, when it comes to Atlanta and all those black people being out, like, I looked at y'all and I said, coronavirus. I looked at the people at Huntington Beach, all those white, red motherfuckers, coronavirus. All of y'all about to get that shit. And I wouldn't be surprised if I see or hear a story of a spike in Huntington Beach for coronavirus or a spike in Atlanta for coronavirus because y'all didn't have common sense. Oh, well, they told us now. Oh, well, they told us that it's opened up. Now, that's the same government that you didn't want to listen to. Come on now. What do you want to fucking do? Who has real common sense out here and who doesn't? Who really is doing what the fuck they need to do and who's not? Because at this point, I'm trying to make sure that me and mine are safe. You understand what I'm saying? I'm trying to make sure that me and all the people that's around me are safe, healthy, and and great. You understand what I'm saying? Like, fuck work. I would rather you have a bet. I would rather you sit here and live than work. Sorry. Yeah, you got to eat. Yeah, you got to. Here's the thing. This this shows. This really shows. I don't give a fuck who said. Well, that just sounds great. But it but it's not, though. Because it's showing who really has your back. Who really got it. And there's people out here that probably don't even know you that got you. You understand what I'm saying? We have to lean on each other. But the fact is, we are too selfish. We are too capitalistic. Niggas, if y'all seen... And Grand Rapids, they have this commercial where they're literally selling masks for $29.99, six a pop, people. I can't lie about this. Six in the pack. I was just through. I said, for real? We got a whole... I'm done. I'm out. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm through with this shit. I was like, I, I said, really? I, I literally got the same mask. And it was one of them, it was a doctor's mask. It was literally the mask that you that a doctor or a nurse wears when they go into procedure. I kid you not, everybody has been wearing those masks and they've been getting them for free. The fact that this commercial really had the same type of mask, same material, all that, for $29.99 for a four-pack, for a four or six-pack, really had me blown it just had me blown so the fact of the matter is most of y'all out there aren't wearing masks most of y'all out there nasty as hell y'all dirty as fuck y'all breath stank y'all got coronavirus just speaking and spreading and spitting and yelling i'ma pray for you i'm i'm a hope I, I hope god covers you in that period um <laughs> we're gonna take a five minute break and we'll we'll be back because, uh, man, that's crazy. This is the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae. And we'll be back in five people, five minutes.
What's going on, everybody, and welcome, welcome back to the Opinion Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae, episode 127, and we are in the Opinion Topic of the Week, people. Oh, what's happening? We are back, and we are talking brothers, feisty or angry. Is there a difference? Does there need to be a difference? What is it about women that make them so passionate, or particularly speaking, which one would you choose? Feistiness? Craziness? Anger? Right? Because I think there's a lot of things. I think, I think, I think personally, uh, particularly black women are very passionate. Right? I'm always going to go off the rip and say they are very passionate beings. You understand what I'm saying? However, they are also very crazy beings. And I think it's the right amount of crazy That fits your crazy because what we as men, particularly black men, don't sit here and say is that we're crazy as well. Ah, we just don't sit here and think the shit that we do is crazy. I get it. Understandable. Right. But into their mind, what we do is crazy. And in our mind, what the fuck they do is crazy. Right. So what I wanted to do was like I wanted to sit here and really break down. You know, kind of in, in my own way and, and, and literally ask more uh, questions just like, what's the difference between feistiness and anger or craziness? Right. You can never you can always say somebody is crazy. Right. Like I said before, I always wanted somebody that is feisty. Right. Always somebody who had a little fire under them. Not too, not too much. Right. Just to know, like, OK, if shit hit the fan. And if shit go down that you got my back, is that what that is, right? So let's get let's get into it. Feisty, right? We we looked this up earlier. Feisty is a person, typically one who is relatively small or weak, lively, determined, encouraged, right? Now that's what feisty truly means. But it's touchy, aggressive, and aggressive, right? Um. And and usually when feisty is is usually used in a word, it, it is usually used for a person who is relatively small or quote unquote weak, right? Um, but even when it comes to we when we hear the word feisty, we hear it more when it comes from or when it comes to or uh, um, to a woman, right? She's feisty. She she's aggressive. She's um, she's like she's she's demanding in a way but it's 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 something that you want right and then we get to crazy what is crazy crazy define that for us what is the definition of crazy mentally deranged especially in a manifested um as as manifested in a wild or aggressive way right so craziness you know extended enthusiastic extreme you know a mentally deranged person Right. That's what the definition calls crazy. However, we can go back and forth. I think that's another topic for another day of, you know, what's crazy, what's not crazy, how you define crazy, whatever, whatever. But I'm just going based off of the definitions right now and then we'll get into it. So literally, you know, you know, mentally deranged, blah, blah. You know, is this girl crazy? What the hell she been going through? You know, she if she do something that's way out of pocket and you look at her, you like, what the hell? You know, that might be a little bit of crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, Now, mentally deranged, I really that's a lot. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's a lot. Like, I don't I don't take it there. I don't take it to that extreme. You know what I'm saying? But um, 
I think when we have this conversation, right? I, mean, I think I've had this conversation multiple, multiple, multiple times of, you know, would you, I don't, but I don't think, um, would you have somebody who is as crazy as you or, you know what I'm saying, has that same spark, that same fire as you or whatever, whatever. And here's the thing for me. I always wanted, I always wanted a woman who had my back, right? I always want a woman who has my back, who going to ride for me. That's, that's, that's going to be me. You understand what I'm saying? That's going to be us. And, um, no matter the adversity, where it's your family, my family, um, outside forces, you know what I'm saying? It don't matter that we got each other back. You know what I'm saying? That you, you like, listen, here's the thing for me. I done cussed out my mama. I don't want to say cussed out, but I, I, I don't, I don't have my, I've had my girlfriends back way, my exes back way more times than my exes have had my back. You understand what I'm saying? And the thing about it is, you see the craziness and the feistiness when it's towards you, right? My thing was always like, do you do the same thing? Do you have that same crazy and feisty energy when they when they talking some shit about me? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you keep that same energy? So for me, it was always I wanted someone who was feisty for me, right? Who was crazy for me, right? Crazy about me. You understand what I'm saying? Like they would sit here and be like, they not going to disrespect their parents, but they going to let them know like, yo, this is my husband. And what you're not going to do is sit here and disrespect him in my face. You know what I'm saying? Because, and love is blind is a good, is a good representation of this. There are a lot of relationships where literally friendships and relationships, whether it's, it's, it's sexual or not, right? There's a lot of relationships out here that literally just base this thing off of just like, okay, is it right? Right, not not necessarily saying that it's right, but like is, I I just wanted to just to want it, like it's not it's not really what I want, but it's here, you know what I'm saying, and I'll take it. We settling, right? We settling for crazy and feisty or crazy or feisty, but I think, I think there is a definite difference between crazy, feisty, and then being angry. I think crazy, um, can be eliminated from this quest from this from this equation because I think crazy is a. a, a a crazy word, right? Um, but I think when um, I think feistiness can be a, a equivalent to passion, right? I think feistiness and passion, uh, passionate, are two words that I equate when it comes to women, particularly black women. Um, being feisty, being energetic, being very aggressive in a good way, right? I think black women are some to, if not the most. Um, under under most understood like they're not they're not really understood the way we would like them to you understand what i'm saying like it has taken me multiple moments multiple multiple moments even at 26 to literally just sit back and try to learn black women right and to see like okay they're not all crazy no they're not all angry no you just sat here and pissed them off and just did some fuck nigga shit or some fuck or some fuck bitch shit. That's what you just did. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, you cannot continue. We cannot continue to be in this mindset of sitting here, continue to call women, particularly black women, crazy because, no, it's not that. You know what I'm saying? 
And I think a lot of the times it's more so the feisty. Like when we as black men say, say we want a feisty woman. We want somebody who's feisty. We, we want somebody like that. But then it gets to a point where if you've been hurt, right? If you've been hurt multiple times, countless times, and that that relationship, that that emotion, right? At IE, which we call that crazy emotion starts to come out that anger starts to come out of nowhere and attack us then that's when we probably look at you as crazy as fuck because now we don't know where all this shit has come from right and that can go vice versa as well a man can come at you a dude can come at uh, a, a woman so crazy and it'd be like what the fuck is wrong with you like we have to understand that one craziness literally if you want to call it that if we want to go there craziness um when it comes to this relationship shit is literally like okay have you worked on the shit from your past before you even jumped into something that's not even probably gonna be your future like let's be honest let's keep it above right like you know this not probably gonna be your future because you literally just jumped the gun engine and then loaded the clip again and shot another bullet like, you literally just jumped the gun. You said, fuck this shit. Got another gun and, sh- and just shot somebody in the heart. Like, yeah, I love you. How? How do you know that? How do you know that? So now this dude or this woman who is looking for a feisty woman, you understand what I'm saying, or a feisty man, has now just sat here and been like, damn, that's fucked up. But most, you know, but when it comes to particularly black women, though, like, passion and feistiness equate itself. I think craziness comes from, honestly, I think what the word craziness comes from is honestly like black men putting black women through a lot of bullshit. Let's be real, right? A lot of black men on, the, on when they listen to me, they're not gonna, they not, it's, it's gonna be hard for them to agree because they're not gonna see it like that. That's fine. I don't give a fuck, right? But I'm gonna just tell it what it is. Black men don't know how to handle our emotions really real. We don't. I'm an exception, but we don't. As a whole, we don't. We don't at all. So what do we do? We throw those emotions on the black woman, right? We throw all those emotions on the black woman instead of taking the time as men to sit here and actually deal with the shit that we got going on and stop throwing it all on the woman, right? Because what we don't understand is we don't birth children. That's for one. We don't bring out breast milk. That's for two. And we don't have fucking vaginas nor periods. That's for three and four. And all five, six, seven to affinity shits that they have going on as well. So now, 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 right? We're bringing all of our bullshit that we don't want to handle. Not that we can't handle it. It's that we don't want to handle it most of the time. And we bring it to you. And it's more so we bring it to you in a anger type of form more so like it's nonchalant it ain't shit by it's not the shit that a black woman will be looking for a woman period will be looking for so now she has to deal with your burdens her burdens and then when she tries to talk to you about what she got if she tries to reciprocate the same energy you shut that shit all the way down because now you done got it out right you feel better you understand what i'm saying like as a black man you feel better now you good you all like yeah this is it you know what I'm saying? Now your feisty woman is now like, okay, I'm burning all of this shit, all of this shit, all of this shit. 
now it's become it's kind of become something that is not feisty. It's anger now because now you continuously say here and have I I can't reciprocate the shit to you and talk to you, right? I can't sit here and have this conversation with you, but you can sit here and do the same. Hell no, I'm tired of this shit. Then we think she's crazy. No, it's not really that. First of all, you need to deal with your shit. I know that's easier said than done, but you need to do some self-work. A lot of us, before we even decide to jump the gun into something serious, you need to do some fucking self-work. Now, I don't give a fuck about your... Fuck all you want. I don't care. Do what the fuck you want to do. You're going to do it anyway. But do not complain about any type of relationship shit when you haven't done the self-work. You have not done self-work. At all. So I don't, the complainer needs to chill. Like, you ain't done no shit. You want this, you want that, but no self-work has been done. So now you looking at this woman, oh, she's crazy. How? When she, when you done sat here and put her through the ringer. How? When you done sat here and, and damn near cheated on her every bitch. How? When you done sat here and put so much on this girl when she already had shit going on. How? I'm just trying to understand. Help Break it down for me. Help me. Help me. And then as men, when we hear the truth, we don't want to accept that. Let's be clear. As black men, we don't want to hear the shit. As black people, period. Black men and women, we don't like to hear our own shit stank. You heard what I said? We don't like to hear it. Not smell it, but hear it and actually let it manifest. You don't like to hear your own shit stank. But I'm here to tell you, your shit is reeking, okay? And you need to listen and open your ears. Black women aren't crazy, right? All women are feisty. I think every woman has a bit of feistiness in them. I think men can make a woman crazy. I think somebody can make somebody crazy, absolutely. Not listening, not communicating, not being what you said you were going to be, not doing what you said you were going to do, always burdening somebody else with your problems because you can't handle them, right? Because at one, there's going to come a time, point in time where you're going to have to look in the mirror and handle your problem. And that is going to be the scariest time in your life. And I hope you're ready for it. That's on baby. I hope you're ready for it. How can you want a crazy woman or a feisty woman when you can't even deal with your crazy feisty ass yourself. Right? And that's the thing. Black men, men period, have to understand like, yo, we do have a type of, we do have some type of crazy in us. Absolutely. It may not be understood by women, but trust me, we do have it. Women understand they crazy. Men understand, we understand our crazy. And like we say, men are from like what venus mars like women are from mars men are from venus like dog i we are too different we are different but that's what makes us unique and that's what makes us continue to come together but we have to learn we have to be able and willing to learn one another you talking about your girl crazy well how did she get there man i don't even shut stop i'm here's the thing for me i'm tired of your excuses take accountability for your shit you understand what I'm saying? 
Like I said, you can make somebody crazy, bro. You can. A lot of these black women are not crazy, but I need a lot of black women to handle themselves and their self work. I need a lot of black people, period, to handle their self work and their self worth. Self work and self worth. You need to understand both of those. We was just talking about self-work on um, the virtual community group. Shout out to uh, Revive. Just talking about that. Especially in this season. Self-work is important. Because when we get out of this, ain't nothing about to be normal. Ain't nothing. So you're going to keep doing the same bullshit you're going to keep doing? Or what you going to do? You going you gonna to step up? What's up? You still going to keep fucking them same bitches? You still going to keep fucking them same niggas? What you going to do? Huh? What you gonna do? You still gonna keep big? You still gonna be like, ah, oh, she, man, she just crazy. No, go understand your woman. Go have a conversation. I know that's very foreign to a lot of you. I know that's very foreign to a lot of you. You understand what I'm saying? I know it. I get it. I understand. Right? I know. I know a lot of you don't communicate at all. When y'all say y'all do, I know y'all don't. But the fact of the matter is, you're going to continuously get your heart broken by crazy women, right? Because you made them that way. You played a hand in that. And I think we don't understand to the effect like everybody is going through something. And low key, they going through it with your stupid ass, right? So the fact of the matter is you better have some compromise. There better be some level of commitment. If you have any level of commitment, you better make sure she is the most like she's that. She's not crazy. She's she's not even feisty, right? But she got your back. I just want people to understand out here like I I need the I don't like personally saying like you know it's crazy like black women are crazy anymore like I want to start changing that you know what I'm saying because some out here that's all crazy like I ain't, I ain't even gonna hold you there are some that's out here real life crazy but I think there's an underlining um there's an underlining conversation that needs to be had and I think I sparked something in that right there and saying, like, black men have literally been putting their burdens on black women. So, honestly, it's just like, have we really dealt with the shit that we got going on? No. We go to the grave dying with our with our burdens. Trust me, I've seen it. You understand what I'm saying? We go to the grave with our burdens. Instead of letting those out and letting us be okay. Right? Letting us be alright. Letting us be able to sit here and gr- uh, grieve or love or cry or whatever you know what i'm saying we call that crazy shit right so i don't think for me personally it's much more for black women about anger or craziness it's much more about feistiness like literally i think feisty and passionate is what i think black women are and they go hard for us every fucking time right and it's what we do as black men that will either enhance that feistiness towards you or enhance that feistiness towards the people that's against you and i'm gonna just leave it there 
All right, listen, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. We are about to get out of here. Make sure that y'all follow us on all platforms. If you got them, um, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, you can listen to me at my website at www.tyronzix.com forward slash the opinionated brother. And if you would like to sponsor or if you'd like to become an advertising partner, um, please go to our advertising partners tab right now. And then you can click that. Check out all of our past and current um, sponsors uh, right now. And then you can, um, uh, if you are if you are interested, please um, hit the, uh, fill out the, I can't even say it, the contact form. That's on our website as well. All right. I love you guys. Appreciate y'all for kicking it with me. You know what I'm saying? We are... And it's such a beautiful day. I'm about to go outside. <laughs> such a beautiful day outside. I think I'm gonna get some sun. You know what I'm saying? Let my let my hair down. Y'all see my quarantine twist out here? You know what I'm saying? Got the quarantine twist. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna let y'all see it real quick. I got the quarantine twist out here. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, got the twist out here. Got the, you know, I'm out, I'm out here rocking the Omari on 2005. You know, no 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 more beer, fresh face. You know what I'm saying? Rocking the. Rocking the uh, 2005 look, you know what I'm saying? So we out here. So I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. I will be back on third or Wednesday, actually, for Devontae's World. Make sure y'all check out the newest episode from that. These One Gotta Go challenges have been great, too. Funny as hell, too. I love them. Uh, so make sure y'all go check out the Devontae's World podcast on that. And we will be back for that on Wednesday. And I'll be back for the After Dark show on Thursday. All right? Peace. Love. Hair grease.